Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our email inbox, and it is from a mom asking about her son having a really tough time on a play date. Her son is nine years old and got together for a long-awaited play date with a friend at a bowling alley. The scoring system was not working correctly, and her son got really frustrated. She says he decided that he wasn't bowling and his friend seemed gracious, but also uncomfortable, essentially alienated for 20 minutes during the play date. I spent the remainder of the play date whisper shouting to my son to get it together and stop ignoring his friend, trying to empathize with my son and help him move past the issue. Also faking I was having a good time despite my son's choices. I was embarrassed for me and the child. What could I have done differently? Or is this a case of there is no solution? There is no solution to your son's freak out, basically. Many of us have been there. There is a very special, hot, burning shame of my kid is ruining the play date. And raise your hand if you've been there, unless you're driving, because we are all raising our hands. And it is a terrible feeling. And you definitely end up that mom who is like, get it together. You've been wanting to do this. Looking back in hindsight, having had three kids and having had this happen on a lot of different play dates, I think what happens is our desire for it to go perfectly and then our shame that our kid is not performing correctly under pressure come together and we decide that we have to pretend what is happening is not happening. I would suggest when possible to think about that before this situation comes up and realize that what is happening while frustrating and not what we wanted is what is happening. And so what I think I would do is say to son having a hard time, wow, this is really frustrating. We've been looking forward to this for a long time and you are not getting the play date you wanted because of this very annoying bowling glitch. Why don't you sit out for a couple of minutes and I know how frustrated you're feeling, so I'll keep checking in with you and then say to playmate, son's name is having a really hard time with this very annoying glitch, but 
it's working now. So why don't you and I keep bowling and we'll keep checking in on Sun to see how he's doing. And I have found, and I've talked before on the podcast about having this recurring dream where I'm being chased by a monster and that as I got older, I realized even while I was dreaming it that I could turn around and stare the monster down or just basically look at the monster and I would wake up from my bad dream. And this is old lady advice, but there's very little that I would say is worse to run from than to stare at. And this is just one of those examples. I think giving voice, you have a four-year-old who is the kid at the party who is throwing a gigantic tantrum while everybody else is having a birthday tea party. I think it's fine to say, my kid is having a really hard time and is not really able to participate well. Let me just take them out for a couple minutes and we'll keep trying to come back in and we'll see if it works. What ends up happening instead is, as Amy says, the pain is in the gap. We get embarrassed that our kid is not doing the right thing and we start tap dancing as fast as we can to be like, it's all okay. It's fine. Oh, we'll be right back at tea. Can you stop throwing this tantrum? We've got to get back to the tea party. And we start putting on a whole performance that like, no, no, don't look at what's going on. We are actually perfect parents. It's fine for a nine-year-old to get too frustrated to participate in an activity that goes wrong. They also feel that pressure for the play date to be perfect. When it starts going wrong, then they get frustrated. And I know a lot of kids, and I'm speaking about my own, when it starts to go wrong, then it's like, I've ruined the play date and it's all getting worse. I think as adults, the calmer we can be, and listen, guys, it's super hard. I'm saying think about this in the abstract so that we can try to do a little bit better at the time. The calmer we can be and say, oh, I hate this feeling. Be as frustrated as you want. Your friend and I are going to keep bowling. I will check back with you every five minutes and see how you're feeling. And we can always keep playing or you can sit out the rest of the day. No pressure. I know how frustrated you are. And then to the friend, well, this wasn't ideal. Let's keep playing and hope that Sun feels like joining us at some point. And I think this is an example where you don't always have to make your own kid feel better, especially if they behaved badly in the moment in response to something, that it is okay to say to kids, yeah, you're feeling bad because you took that moment of frustration and then you kind of ran with it and the play date kind of got worse and that really doesn't feel good and I think sometimes as modern parents we never want to dial in on like hey that was kind of bad behavior and you're probably feeling pretty bad about it and that's probably right I mean you kind of should feel bad you you made some bad choices there and know your kid, don't dial in and beat up on a kid who's already beating up on themselves. But there are definitely times where I have had to say to my kids after playdates who are saying to me, I feel bad, I ruined the playdate, that I have found myself saying, yeah, I get it. You do feel bad because you did make some bad choices there and that feels bad. So let's strategize about how not to do that again. But actually, it's kind of okay to sit with that stinky feeling of, I was 
the aunt at the picnic today and that doesn't feel good and i think it's okay to have that conversation as long as you kind of watch the line of you're not piling on a kid who's already in like a place where they're feeling terrible about themselves these things happen these things stink when they happen but i hope that helps if you have a question for myself or amy you can Ask them on our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash what fresh hell cast. You can send them by email, info at whatfreshhellpodcast.com, or you can ask them live and in person by clicking the mic on our website, whatfreshhellpodcast.com, and you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking